0: to episode 2 of latchkey urchins and friends and, and friends <laughs> I'm Allison Sibula and I'm Ann Cherry and um we wanted to take this episode to explain the freaking weird name of our podcast so um
1: <laughs> which where to begin yeah
0: yes. it was we we did some brainstorming um around what we, what we wanted the podcast to be about. And, um, we knew we wanted it to be around latchkey kids. There's already a podcast called latchkey kids out there. Um, and, Anne had this affinity for the name urchins. So I'm going to turn it over to Ann to, to start and we'll kind of dive in. Okay. Um,
1: So, yeah, I think you and I, from our history with each other, we've talked about this throughout the time we've known each other, just kind of that ability to take care of ourselves, not need a whole lot, um, how this latchkey idea um, uh, plays into what we call sort of childhoods that felt neglectful. And that's not, again, we've you'll hear us say this a lot. We're not bashing parents. It's very structural. Um, but I, I do have on, um, so just latch key is that what I remember is, I mean, literally a dirty ass shoestring with some keys around your neck. And it, it felt like at a time it was, uh,
0: did you have a, did you have, this? I, I had a shoestring
1: and it was sort of a point of pride for a while. I can remember, but then I became like aware that not every kid was latchkey and people were coming home to parents and you know, what snacks did your mom make.
0: do for work? Oh, snap, real estate,
1: real, your estate. Mom did real
0: estate. That's what my mom Mortis. did.
1: Bump. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Wait, I didn't know we had this in common. Shut up. Yes. Oh <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Um, yeah. So everybody else is first <laughs> got to show that house got to be on somebody else's schedule, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, so, you know, it has its benefits and it's, I don't know if you, I, my kid who is not a latchkey kid, um, He loves the latchkey stories that I have, just the (laughs) snacks we made. And I think that's another episode, but literally it's, you're coming home to an empty house. Um, and it was night. I was born in 68. You had a key around your neck. I think I was coming home in second grade with my kindergartner brother. Um, it probably for three hours or so, but the bus drops you off at two 30. Starting at what age? Seven. Seven. Second grade. Yeah.
0: Oh no. That's See, a 7-year-old
1: and a 5-year-old. Gen um.
0: X. Gen X was special <laughs> because even though I would say that I was also a latchkey kid, it this didn't start until later. I feel like with Gen X it was like between cuz my parents are boomers and yeah. they, they were the style where they got home from school and mom was like, get out of my face. And, yeah. the, and then they just ran around the neighborhood, but then they would like come back for dinner. Right. So then there's that <laughs> yes. then yeah. starting with Gen X, your parents went to work, both parents and yes. they were like, and they were still like, still a little bit in that old mindset of like, the kids will be fine. It's yes. fine. Yes. But, yeah But so, and I was born in the eighties, right? So I'm been I'm yeah. a, um older millennial. And it was different. Like it was still like, it was still like my parents were both at work. Right. So I didn't, I still didn't have anyone to make snacks or tell me that they were glad I was around. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but the, but the going home alone didn't start till I was 11. Yeah. That's still
1: young. I mean, here's an awesome quote that just sort of wraps up what you and I are saying right here. This is from Wikipedia, the only source I think I have in the world. Um, the term latchkey kid became commonplace in the 1970s, me, and 1980s, you, to describe members of Generation X who, according to a 2004 marketing study, quote, went through its all-important formative years as the least parented, least nurtured generation in, in U.S. history. <laughs> we won something. We won. Participation <laughs> trophy for the latchkey generation, <laughs> whether you wanted to or not. that's
0: so, amazing. yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, so it, it's a result of the increased divorce rates, increased maternal yes, participation yes. in the workforce, which you just said, um, my a time before, um, childcare options outside the home were widely available. Although I do remember going to some weird ass, um, childcare when the I was even my younger, pretty sure molested. we were abused in some way. Yes. Like, the number I, of my yeah. friends
0: who were molested by babysitters is astronomical. Yeah. Astronomical. I'm pretty sure
1: my older brother was like, they might've dosed him or something. Cause,
0: Cause <laughs> I mean, it was issues. the seventies. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. 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 His yeah. brain
1: was broken. Yeah. yeah. So uh, who, who the fuck knows? Babysitters um, though. Seriously. Yeah. I, I, well, they one... were, the, they were 70. I mean, these, these yeah. were like, I remember them like mm-hmm. all their friends would come over. It was, you know, it was 19. The <sighs> Vietnam war was just was still happening when I was had my babysitters like right ended in 75. it's just I just some kind of putting things together like it feels like that's so far away but as a kid right that was like very fresh in the well, the American experience.
0: So Anne and I both work in the trauma space Anne is a therapist and uh, I, I work in trauma prevention and education from a public health standpoint. so we work in community change. And my favorite book on trauma is called Trauma and Recovery by Judith Herman. And um, she talks about the fact that like sort of family, family violence, which is what we're talking about when we're talking about trauma, we're talking about, you know, things that you experience that are, that stay with you, like, you know, violent episodes. So when you're looking at violence against women and children, which is still super prevalent, it's, it's inextricably linked with with the type of culture that we have, that you know goes to war, or you know sort of loves to be at war, and and spends yeah. all of our money on the military, like the yeah. two go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. It's like if we're out there perpetrating violence on the world, that is going to come back home into our homes. Mm-hmm. So you know you kind of bring up the Vietnam War as like an aside, like wow, can you believe that was going on? But it's like it matters, it, and it matters in the context of of you know what, what kind of childhood we had right
1: yeah yeah a lot of shit was converging like rivers like so definitely turbulent a lot of i think amazing stuff must have come out of that anytime you're just tilling up <laughs> maybe layers of st- what looks like stability or whatever obviously in many ways the for many people in the US it was never there was exactly. no stability they leave it to beaver i mean that's the shit we're watching on tv As we're like, you know, because the TV channels, you didn't have much. So you were like,
0: so you're watching, you're
1: binging, like, leave it to Beaver and Andy fucking Griffith and like all this, like parenting galore. And you're like, you're looking around like, well, I guess I'll make another fucking picture of Kool-Aid with three cups of sugar in it (laughs) and some cinnamon toast and
0: whatever, you know? Yeah. You did this, you did this, um, quiz on your Facebook asking people oh, yeah. what their, uh, favorite latchkey recipe. We're going to make a, we're, we're going to
1: make a cookbook. We might start a YouTube channel and, and actually make some of these.
0: Like, yeah. So mine, yeah. mine was graham crackers with butter, graham yeah. crackers with butter. Yeah, I staple. think you, you
1: got a couple of votes on that. Yeah. My staple was well two the bread balls, like an entire <laughs> You would peel the crust off. It was sunbeam white bread that yeah. she has stuff. And you could get a, a roll up bread balls with dirty hands, right? Down Stop. to like a, um, maybe a half inch ball. And you could eat an entire loaf of bread like <laughs> that. Or we would do cinnamon toast, which was again, white bread, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then shit how, ton of butter how on are it. How still alive? I, I don't know. I mean, that's why I think. I I think there's there's some like sugar resilience. Like Vince <laughs> Font did a really cool thing on um sugar, like kids today and Halloween, where they're they they don't get enough sugar, so on Halloween they fucking lose their minds. And like for those of us that like grew up on sugar, um, it's just this tiny little bump. Halloween is this little little extra bump, you know, no big deal. You're pretty much yeah. the same, yeah. But that cinnamon, I I still, my mouth is watering right now thinking about (laughs) white bread, trying to like spread hard butter on there and Mm -hmm. tearing the bread, Mm -hmm. you know, so Mm -hmm. then there's these holes in it, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. piles of sugar, cinnamon, put that in a toaster oven, the butter's dripping through the bread that has holes in it, setting the toaster on fire, (laughs) not to worry, no one's coming. (laughs) There's no fire alarms, so there's no warrant. You know, you just kind of move through the smoke and just have a little bit of charred, but that you cannot imagine that crystalline sugar. Oh,
0: no, bite I, in I, the actu- middle. I actually can, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that sounds so familiar, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah. So we'll make that on our show okay. with a full. I'm gonna get me a 1970s toaster too, like and <laughs> set, set it on fire, yeah. This is reminding
0: so, me of um that, that great podcast, which is definitely inspiration to me as we do ours, um, um, stay with the stay sexy and don't get murdered. uh, My favorite murder.
1: And and so when
0: they wrote their book, um, which is called stay sexy and don't get murdered, the definitive how to guide. Um, I'm, I'm reading like a little description online, which is, um, part, part dual memoir, part advice book. Um, stay sexy and don't get murdered as a tender guide for all the weirdos latchkey kids and hot messes. And <laughs> because, uh, Karen, and, uh, Karen and, um, um, Georgia are, um, you know, uh, Karen is Gen X and she does this whole yeah. bit about coming home. And the, yes. the weird foods they would make, the fights she would get in with her older sister. Oh, ap- yes. just utter boredom. I mean, and yeah. this is what- well, that's again,
1: that's what they say here. Listen to this. Okay. Um, the effects of being a latchkey kid, child differ with age. Loneliness, boredom, and fear are the most common for those younger than 10 years of age. In the early teens, there's a greater susceptibility to peer pressure, potentially resulting in behaviors such as alcohol, drugs promiscuity and smoking check 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 mm-hmm. um the behaviors check. might stem from an, uh, whatever blah 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 however some children experience other effects such as an early development of self-reliance big fucking check there. Yeah, adaptation to difficult situations to check um <laughs> and a desire to contribute to a visible need in the household fuck Yeah. So those are the central themes of my therapy. Those parts continue my therapy personally. And I see it, you know, uh, people that I see, it's really, it's interesting because I will, as a therapist, I can get those parts to step back. But I often, when people are like really fighting for connection with their family, like, like, God, I really, you know, care about what my mom thinks and all this stuff. I have latchkey parts that I really have to t- say, get out of the therapy space. Is this normal? Cause I'm like, why?
0: Why? just Why? why? Did she she just,
1: didn't just hear about be- you. Yeah. <laughs> just, fuck it. You're good. You are good. Do not fight for love. It's not worth it is what they're chattering. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa no, this is good. Okay. Yeah. But you might want to see another therapist because I'm not sure I know how to help you because it sounds like. You're good. No, no, no connection with your parents. It's fine. This
0: one. It's
1: normal. <laughs> I don't know if it'll heal either. I mean, I'm I'm starting at 53. I'm starting to embrace, I think, the gifts of the latchkey child. <laughs> <sighs> and just kind that, of fuck it that makes you me know. want to cry so I know there's yeah. something
0: there I'm okay like, okay Ooh, yeah. ouch, find, oh no oh, oh no
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's time for me to really turn off the drug use I was the good kid my older brother got to be the drug addict I was the now drug I'm addict. I'm ready to party so. you're ready to
0: party now yeah at 53 with a nine-year-old welcome welcome yes yeah yeah, yeah so, it's good times uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> I regret nothing I regret nothing.
1: I know you're my go-to. I'm like, Allison.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh wow. How many illegal drugs are there? Can I try them all? Well, (laughs) I was the
1: after school special watching the kids on Angel Dust jump off roofs. You know, that was that that we need to do a whole I mean, you know, not really, but like that's a bunch of shit. I sent you that thing from the article where way drugs have been put forth is a whole that's a whole nother that well, the war a on podcast. drugs yeah, and all that shit Just people shaming people and the
0: racism yeah, yeah. Well, let's do a whole episode on the yeah. war on drugs for sure anyways um yeah. but um but so i i wanted to uh share a little bit of, of my latch how i relate to latchkey then Len, yeah. mm. we'll talk about the urchins and friends yeah um so for me um my mom pretty much always worked so um like uh, like was starting in day I went to daycare starting at 6 months old and then there were a few years where she was at home cuz my brother was born but then like my parents got divorced my mom started a, her own business um so I was always in like after school programs like starting at a young mm. age and like my mom was starting her own business so you know, there would be sometimes when it would be like six p.m., six oh five, like daycare was closing, and they'd call my mom and be like, "Are you, like, are you going to come get your kids? <laughs> like, did you remember I that your kids? Oh,
1: <laughs> I can't tell you the number of times. Just kind of like <laughs> pretending like you have business at the school, you know. Like, so when people drive by, like, no, 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 I'm going to just rake the grass or move <laughs> these pine cones around, you know. <laughs> it's fine.
0: But yeah. then, so this, I think really effed me up, but when I was 11, they, they weren't just sure that I could be fine on my own. They were absolutely positively sure that I could take care of other kids as well. So starting at 11, I babysat. I mean, I got paid every wow. single day, a kindergarten girl every morning and every day after school, the whole That's year of sixth grade.
1: Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. I, my, yeah. well, my mother would sign up to show houses yeah. to people, Catholic ladies, I think, with like six and seven children, and I would watch those six or seven children while they flitted around town looking at fucking houses. That's really weird. Yeah, I yeah. think. The, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Anyways, so they had a, a different latchkey experience as poor children being raised by. Babysat by a latchkey.
0: <laughs> yeah. So then it's like, well, what about like, when did I get to be a kid? And I, I look back and I feel really sad about it, you know, because I think I was always a miniature adult. And when I look at old photos of myself from childhood, I, I have like adult, like expressions on my face. Like I'm very serious. I'm kind of yeah. sad looking, you yeah. know? Yeah. Me too. Um, and so then even like in my, with early- a tinge
1: of rage, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That, oh, uh, murder, this, Murderous. Like,
0: abs- absolutely murderous. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. And so, yes. um, like my dad bought me a house when I was 20 years old, which I I still think is like, I was too young. It was like mm-hmm. way more responsibility than I knew how to handle It's very stressful. Like I can remember sitting down with that therapist that you recommended to me, and just crying and being like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And she was like trying to convince me that like, it, this, none of this had needed to be my responsibility. And I just, I would just cry and cry and cry. And, cry. and I didn't have any perspective because I was 20, you know, but yeah. it was like, so then in my twenties, I really think that I was acting out and being a kid because that in my twenties were the years where I just went to every rave. You know, took all the party <sighs> drugs, like just, yeah. went just, and with raves, you get to dress up like you're like a cartoon character. It's all yeah. bright neon colors. It's all like floofy things. I was taking bras and like hot gluing rhinestones to them, like oh. as if I was like in first grade or something, you know, glue gun.
1: Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I went that other route. I got married to somebody I didn't want to be married to at 24. Like, what's that about? I like Tom to What grow was up, that about? I, I don't fucking know. Like you didn't even know, well, the, that's why you came to live with me he went, he went away and people are like, aren't you sad that he's like going to en- back to England for you six months You didn't seem, together. you didn't seem sad. No, no, no. Mm, I wasn't. No. Yeah. Yeah. Not his fault. It's whatever. I don't want to, uh, there's no bashing at all, but it's like, that's that I didn't know that I could say no, I didn't know. I mean, it was just like, oh, a difficult situation. I'll just put a partition here and not deal with that. But and then comes, I'll just go have my life. But yeah. this
0: comes back to when you're a latchkey kid. And this kind of brings me to why, why we added the and friends? Because there's plenty of people who don't identify as a latch key, didn't have a key around their neck, didn't, you know, but, yeah. but experienced emotional neglect at home. So I want, yeah. you know, this podcast is for yes. all of us. It's for yes. all, all the whole spectrum of, right. of potential emotional neglect, whether you had a key or not. But, right. um, when your parents don't acknowledge your, humanness or your existence or your, you know, like your feelings, your emotional needs or who you are or like nurture who you are. Um, then, then you do shit like get, you know, just like, you don't know what you want or need. You're like, okay, now right. just get married. Yeah. I've seen other people do it. You don't, right. you don't, you don't even right. know that you could have needs or wants. Right.
1: Exactly. There's no needs or wants driving the decisions like, or to talk to somebody or any, yeah, none of that. But think about that. All the latchkey generation that then started, I mean, they talk about that bounce to like helicopter parenting, right. Oh, yeah. Which is also a form of neglect because you are still not see you're like putting on two kids. This is what you're supposed to do. This is what I want you to do. This makes you successful. I'm going to give you everything I didn't have, you know, it's, it's, it's just a polarization to the other way. Um. So yeah, it sounds like we're bashing. I just, it's really hard to quote unquote, get it Right. I mean it's oh just, I know. I don't want to yeah. bash I
0: and don't want to no bash anyone. Right. I don't know we're not bash bashing my own parents and i know no. like in my head I'm imagining my mom listening to this episode and texting me and going that's not true, I didn't do that. Um, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah. Well,
1: yeah, I mean and memory has some subjectiveness and and I, I again I think we reference this throughout episodes or we will, but we are in a I mean the I don't, United States has a latchkey problem. Like but we are not, we're not invested in. No, no, yeah, and what and it that's is where to actually be with each other, um, or have community.
0: Are, yes, yeah. parents are part of a whole ecology that mm-hmm. is, you know, like children are embedded within a household which is embedded within a community which is embedded within a a nation and a society and a set of cultural beliefs and policies and all of these things like you know it's not just one and that's why like I hate so much of like the parenting advice is so shaming it's it's so it's like people don't there's like not a whole lot that, that most people can change, especially yeah. if you're a person of color or low income in our country, your options yes. are even less in terms yeah. of the family planning resources that you get to have the childcare resources, the types of schools yeah. you can send your kids to. So definitely yeah. want to acknowledge privilege there, but, um, people often don't think about the the ways that policy impacts, um, impacts yeah. families and yeah. so we don't offer you know required paid parental leave for parents I'd love yeah. to see it and I hate that it's we always tend to focus on maternal leave but it we need to have equal paternal leave if we want yeah. anything to be equal yeah
1: definitely um, yeah I had uh, some thought on at um yeah. I was reading it anyways, just sort of reading about like staffing shortages right now too. I have a lot of interest in like, I don't know if that's happening in California or if it's all over like, yeah. you know, places closing, but I was reading like some of it is there is an adequate childcare for people to come back to work. And if they're,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Cause every, with COVID yeah. it's like, since, um, it's not really safe, you know, for all yeah. kids to be at daycare or like as many kids as before. Right. Yeah. It's a huge problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, do you want to share a little bit about the term urchins?
1: Oh yeah. Um, and it, this is also going to sound a little <laughs> bashing of my, I don't know. I mean, my mom, like we just, my parents grew up in the born in 1938 that, you know, my mother was one of 10 children my dad's one of seven rural farming um, not a ton of money, you know. The parent, I, I think their experience was, I mean, depression era, even though they weren't born into depression, but their families lived through it. So, anyways, I just uh, we just didn't she would look at us because I don't know, we have mismatched clothes, dirty a lot. And and I'll have to say, like some of that rage and um that we just talked about, try to get me to take a back. I mean, I have a kid now who like is parented, I think, um, pretty sure you're trying, But I mean, yeah, but I mean, you can't get him to put, he'll wear what he wants, you know, the bathing comes and goes and, you know, whatever. Um, so, but she would look at us or me in particular and be like, oh, you look like an urchin. And I would be, you know, I don't (laughs) know if I was like, I was into Pippi Longstocking too at that time. So I think it might've, there been a little bit of pride with that. But also looking back on it, I'm like, dude, you're the one in charge, you know, so. <laughs> Oh, so I look like an urchin. Well, it's that's kind what, of like, you know, so I Alice just Miller, always yeah.
0: Alice Miller talks yeah. about that. And her, I mean, her books, her works were like seminal. 1981, mm-hmm. I think, is when mm-hmm. um the drama of The Gifted Child was published. Yeah. And she talks about that, the the parents like continually belittling their children and the damage that, that causes over time, right? So here your parents, it's like you're the parent, and they're telling yeah. you, oh, you look like a little street urchin or my yeah. what my the adults in my childhood would call me a -a ragamuffin.
1: Yes, I was that too. Yeah. A -a ragamuffin. Okay. Latchkey urchin (laughs) ragamuffin. Yeah. Okay. But so this is call in or or or
0: write the write write us and let us know what
1: you were called. Yeah. Yeah, Let us know
0: your childhood (laughs) nickname. Yeah. Um, so a definition of street urchin, a child Uh who spends most of his time in the streets. It, it, this, yes. And there's like little People. images and it's like Oliver, yeah. Oliver and friends. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, uh, in the streets, especially in slum areas, um, a homeless girl who roams the streets. <laughs> I kind of
1: was that. I mean, literally there are stories of me, so I don't know when my psyche became cognizant that there, you know, I was, that I was born in that the seventies were going to be what they were but there's stories at three, I would take off. I was gone. Uh, two and a half, three, just walk out the door and they, the paper boy would bring me back on the front of his bike. And again, I'm like, how long was I gone? (laughs) (laughs) How busy was the street we lived on? You know, so when did you notice I wasn't around, (laughs) but I either, I don't know. You know, I mean, I, we can't, I can't, I having now have a child, I'm like, oh, if a two-year-old, you know, people are, there's double locks and smart key shit and the cameras and children are not going any, a lot of, a lot of kids are not being out of anybody's sight or whatever. So it's annoying. Like we joined a pool. The one thing that I, um, like going to the pool was a huge experience. Just being dropped off at like eight, and you would spend all day. That's like what—that's jo- my we mom's joined...
0: childhood. That's my yes, mom's childhood. She said it did, was so every day awesome.
1: <laughs> it actually was, except that I never had enough food. I think. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm bumming rides with like sixteen-year-olds, like telling them, you know, take me to fucking Burger King and get me some food. So I'm like eight in a in a t-top firebird listening to bad company on an eight track <laughs> with my arm out the window, just thinking I am the shiz and thank God, none of these guys at the pool, they were all cool. I think, but not, everyone's, very, a creep. Could, not, not everyone's, everyone's a creep. A creep. No, yeah. no, I can remember. And now I'm like, I was thinking about timing and I was like, I bet they could have been in Vietnam. You know, mm-hmm. I just, it's, it's something's like, um, getting me on how close, like, what was the psyche of the teenagers of that time? You know, I can remember a suicide or two in the neighborhood when I was like four-ish, but, but yeah, there are um, benefits. These Wait, are, I mean, so the resiliency. That's so of it, funny okay. that you talk yeah. about the
0: psyche of your childhood, right. And trying yeah. to understand that. So for me yes. <laughs> watching stranger things. I was like, yes. I was like, okay, cause this is my childhood. I was like, I remember those Brown couches, you know, those. Yes. T- and I'm yes. like, the scary part about that series isn't the monsters, it's the eighties yeah. it's the eighties that are so terrifying they're so the clothes oh, I, that yeah. fucking sh- green shag carpet i would have been 12 13 the, 14 the wallpaper was, yeah. yeah yeah the yeah. wallpaper the yeah. do- just like the dark terrible earth tones and yeah, just, the wood
1: paneling yes the, the linoleum 80s were
0: terrifying this is the perfect yeah. backdrop of a yes. horror film
1: perfect it is it totally, totally <laughs> is. yeah <laughs> So those are urchins wandering. You know, we were gaggles of kids. So too, you know, the neighborhood. I don't know. We back in the woods, like. Um. Oh,
0: I was just, I was just telling <laughs> yeah. my friends about, or my. I was just telling my parents. I was like, yeah, whenever I grew up in a in a Latinx community, so all my classmates were Latinx heritage, and um, I would I would go hang out with my friends, and they would all their favorite game to play was to pre- pretend like that we were in a gang. That was their favorite game. And they'd be like, come on, let's go tagging. And they'd like bring a Sharpie and then we'd go to the park and they would write Oceano 13 all over, which is like apparently oh a gang God. all yes. over, like the play equipment with a Sharpie.
1: Wow. Wow. <laughs> we, did, we didn't do that in, in South Carolina. It was pretty, um, I don't know, straight up still segregated at that time for sure. Parts, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I mean, not officially, but structurally, it was. Um, so, so yeah, that's urchins just uh, roaming around, roaming like children dirty, yeah. begging. I was, I had August, <laughs> my kid, laughing because I would, I would befriend whoever had the best food, not if I liked you, but uh, what is the food like at your house? Like I can remember hearing genius. parents whispering, like, don't bring, don't let Anne come into the house. I would fucking eat everything. I was like, <laughs> it's fine. I'm sure we can, you know, and these kids that had like control or, you know, like paid attention to rules or something, but yeah, I wasn't, it was really strategic. Like who had good food. Um, that's how, that's how I was. And I still think I'm a little manipulative. <laughs> No, there's something about that. Like, you know, um, August will be like, I'm like, what's that? What are their snacks? Like when I pick him up, I'm like, what kind of snacks do they have? He's like, shit, they're all like healthy, you know? So, oh, really? No pop tarts, nothing like that with the a lot of houses he goes to. So
0: I was just, yeah. I was like, gosh, I want to, I want people to be able to email us. Um, yeah. so I'm like, I'm like, uh, We'll put that on the intro. Well, I need yeah. we need oh. like a we I, I'm like, what emails are available here? Uh how about Latch- are we gonna do a gmail? Let's go email
1: account
0: right at now. gmail. Yeah, let's try this. <laughs> do you know how
1: you can set it up quicker?
0: Let me see. It's uh yeah, that's available. So we'll do latchkey urchins at gmail. It's available, it's available, Sweet. it's ours. Okay, now. okay yes. latchkey urchins, okay. because Tom, your husband said he he's, he feels like a panda, right? Didn't he? Yes. Say a panda? Yeah. Yeah.
1: He, he has a story that pandas just kind of like move in their own circle. They're not really a family. I don't yeah. know what animals are families. Do they, I mean, I don't Yeah. Know. So up we have an point. interview,
0: we have an interview yeah. with Tom coming up on the podcast in a few episodes and yeah. he explains yeah. the panda. But so I want to yeah. know like what, you know, are you an urchin? Are you a panda? I'm going to have to think about yeah. what mine yeah. I'm going to have to think about what mine is. Were um, you the
1: friend of a latchkey kid? Did you take a latchkey kid <laughs> into your house after school? Did you have a parent that felt sorry for the, or, or were your parents warning you about us um, <laughs> as we roamed the neighborhoods looking for snacks? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> Breaking rules. Yeah. Breaking thermometers. We did that. We the broke oh, thermometer. Play with you were mercury. playing with
0: mercury. That, That's yeah. like the ultimate latchkey story yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah.
1: Who didn't? That shit was awesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's yeah. the story behind our name, and so yeah. you know, we, we it's for Latchkey kids, it's for street urchins, and it's for for all all our friends, and wherever yes. you fall the spectrum, for pandas, yes, yes. straight. But beware, it
1: is hard for Latchkey people and urchins to really have to be really deep friends. There's there's layers you're not going to get to. <laughs>
0: Are there even layers? We, we don't in there? go there's I no don't layers. Know. No, I, you peel well, the onion, there's nothing in there. I, well exactly.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's nothing you may think you're friends, but we have all kinds of strategies to look like we're super close, but we, we don't really go that deep. Like we 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 build protection early, so right. we're fun. But if we tend to disappear and uh and let you down, it's not personal, it's just it's just our survival. <laughs> so sorry. I'll just,
0: not, sorry. Yeah. It's not personal. We'll, we'll, yeah, end, yeah. we'll end on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just Bye. Bye. What to think now. Thanks for listening to Latchkey Urchins and Friends podcast by Allison Sibula and Anne Sherry. Music is by Proxima Parada. Visit latchkeyurchins.com for show notes on this episode.